Welcome back to the B2B Marketing Guidebook Podcast. My name is Uwe Seberer. Thanks for all your feedback to our email address, b2bmarketingguidebook at gmail.com. Today I'm joined by Lutz Klaus, authoring the article Marketing Automation and Implementation Process Model. Lutz, how are you? I'm very well. Looking forward to our podcast, Uwe. Where are you based, Lutz? I'm based in Berlin. So ah, I, I was, I was born, born near Frankfurt and in 2012 I relocated and I live now in one of the most exciting cities in Europe. I can imagine a melting pot, the European melting pot. <laughs> cool, Absolutely. perfect. Grateful to have you on board. Lutz, for those of you in the community who are not aware who you are, please kindly uh, give me an overview about your background, your track record, your education, where you're coming from, Lutz. Happy to do that, Uwe. So, uh, mention my name, Lutz Klaus. Um, I am uh, running a consulting agency for data-driven marketing and marketing uh, automation. Started that in 2016, and before I worked 28 years in various companies, vendors, agencies, but also startups, the past 20 years in IT. And uh, I always had roles as B2B marketing and, uh, and sales. I work for companies like Juniper Networks and Avaya. And uh, since 2016, I'm running my own company and I share my experience with marketing and sales leaders as well as CEOs to help them uh, improve the results very much based on analytical approaches, data-driven marketing, but also uh, marketing automation. Mm -hmm. In regards to um, your article, we have Alexander Mros, who is contributing a more strategic, a more conceptual approach, if I got it right. So what is the difference in regard to your article you're contributing? Right. Alexander is very much writing about the why on marketing automation and I'm, I, I'm writing about the how. And I'd like to explain about my article with uh, two stories. As a matter of fact, um, a couple of years ago, I joined a company and someone told me that some time ago, the headquarters decided to enter the new age, digitization, data-driven and so on. So they just decided to invest in marketing automation. What they did is they bought a software, they asked everyone to jump in a plane from uh, Europe, uh, 30 people came over, spent a week in the US um, training and half a year later, only one single person was using it and it was an external freelancer who was working part-time. So the investment they made didn't pay off. Another story from a customer is that um, some years ago they decided to invest in marketing automation they bought the software and they decided to have it coordinate the implementation process begin the project failed three years later they started from scratch and uh, i introduced marketing automation in companies i work for and i'm now sharing my experience and i thought hmm, you know what this must be done in a better way so i developed an implementation process 
And this is what I described in the article. It's about six steps that companies should take to also take their employees with them, not focus on the technology, but make sure that the surrounding processes, the agreements, um, everything is put in place in parallel to uh, making sure of the uh, technological integration. Marketing automation is, uh, of course, always has to do with systems, with pr products, right, which we can buy. How does your process model ensure that you l support your clients uh, and enable our readers that they still can be open to different systems? Because I, I, I assume that every company has a different contingent situation where we need to have other systems to be deployed. So um, how can you ensure that your process model leaves that flexibility, the neutrality for your clients to be open to difference? So two points. First of all, the model is vendor agnostic. So it doesn't matter if uh, which vendor uh, a company uh, is choosing. And as we know, there's various vendors out there. And the second thing is that people need to bear in mind that marketing automation is data-driven marketing. So for me, it's the entry in becoming a data-driven organization. And I'm very much focusing on um, the employee. Um, as a matter of fact, um, I've written a book uh, which was published one and a half years ago. It's called Data-Driven Marketing and the Success Factor People. Because... I've experienced in my career that many times technology projects fail because of lack of adoption, adoption from the employees. So uh, in everything I do, I use proven methods, proven approaches that again are technology or vendor agnostic, but that, that make sure that the surrounding processes, the mindset, the data-driven mindset and everything else in terms of goals, uh, target audience, personas, customer journey, uh, and so on, is provided so that once the, um, the software is installed, everybody's clapping the hand, can't wait to get off, and the probability of making this a success is much higher than if you only focus on, on technology. Many B2B companies do have rather small marketing organizations with only right. one, two, three people. And these organizations do face substantial problems to get budgets and fundings for new innovative applications, uh, topics, projects like marketing automation, what we could consider. Does your or how does your process model work or help to overcome this problem? So uh, you're talking about um, scaling and you're talking about um, the size of the organization. Um, Not really, Lutz. I'm rather talking about the fact that in order to be able to deploy a process model, uh, the marketeers in the organization need to have the budget. Mm. This means that uh, normally what he says, you start small and then show the first results and then you get budgets to deploy or buy a marketing automation solution. How does your process model deal with that? Or when do you come into play and at what stage in what process step then you really 
de facto purchase the solution in the area of marketing automation? Mm. So the model that I'm describing um, should start once the decision is taken in order to move forward. What I can tell is that the steps developed in a way that it's not only for big corporate organizations. And as a matter of fact, it doesn't matter if you're big or small, if you have a lot of budget or not, no budget. You need to look at who's, uh, what objectives do you, need, do you want to achieve? Who's your target audience? Who's your persona? What are the customer journey? You can do that without a lot of budget. As a matter of fact, just to prove my, uh, the point, I used the model myself. Um, to install marketing automation for my own company. And there's solutions out there that are not so cost intense. Obviously, if you look at, at the big companies, then you're talking more budget, but there's um, a, a wide variety of vendors out there. And um, from my point of view, it's no longer a budget question, mm -hmm. but it's a question of, do I really want this? And am mm -hmm. I willing to invest time and resources into that to do it properly rather than installing just a tool. Mm -hmm. I got the point. Interesting. This is the first time you're uh, publishing your uh, marketing automation process model, right? That is correct. So what I did is I have uh, an overview on, on my website. Obviously, I'm using that in consulting, but I'm, uh, I'm sharing a lot of experiences, hints, also mistakes or uh, in the new uh, language fuck-ups, <laughs> something mm -hmm. that uh, people should avoid at the end, so that's the first time that I share that publicly. Many things have been written and there are many approaches out in the market. What would you consider being the distinct factor or the key success factors of your process model that you would say, okay, dear colleagues, uh, this is, I can give you this at your hand because this is really working because of. Yeah, because it's a holistic process from the beginning to the end. It starts with an assessment of the, of the, uh, of the situation at the, at the client. It has uh, workshops and workouts included, including the definition of use cases that I'm proposing where to start. My point is, if you're introducing a new solution, then don't start to uh, introduce totally new approaches, but look, look at your current marketing mix and look at what you're doing already rather than implementing or in, in, innovating something new. And um, it ends with, you know, reporting dashboards and so on. So if you want from soup to nuts, from the first thought until execution and optimization, it's a holistic process view. Holistic to me, I'm um, being frank here and playing devil's advocate, sounds generic and not down, down, down to earth. Um, <laughs> But do you provide with your process model templates, as you said, or you do obviously because you describe it using templates, our readers can really then deploy your model on their own. And in case they need support, they can then consult you. Does it really enable them to go take their steps and work along your process with a template? Yes, yes that's the plan. Uh, 
Um, I'll share a couple of templates and just uh, one example, Uwe, because it's something that I've been asked a lot of times. Um, marketing automation is something that is um, needs to be deployed across the company. So it's not a, a marketing silo activity, but it's something that is related to sales, to CRM, to IT, and so on. So one thing that will be shared is uh, an overview of which department need to be involved in which phase of the model. And that's something that I've not, not seen before. It's something that caused me a lot of grief in the past because obviously you need to get people actively involved. You need to inform people. You need to uh, get some advice from people. And that's just one example of a differentiator that will be shared in the article. Last but not least, as usually, I always invite my guests as part of the coffee talk uh, to share one or two core messages our uh, community. What would be yours? First of all, marketing automation is data-driven marketing. So it's the entry into becoming a data-driven company. And for me, it's a massive opportunity to rethink the role of marketing and to become more strategic in terms of developing and driving results. And the other message is uh, don't take this, take marketing automation light. It's not something that you do on a Friday afternoon between four to five. But if you take the decision, do it right from the beginning. And by using my model, you will have a complete overview of what will be needed, including resources, steps, and so on. It also takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. So you need to be realistic in terms of time frame. Um, and so on. So these are the three uh, key messages that I want to get across. Thank you so much, Lutz, for always being straightforward and right to the point. Thanks for joining us today. Lutz Klaus contributing and offering an article on marketing automation an implementation process model. I can't wait to read your article. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. My name is Uwe Seebach. I'm your host and I can't wait to be back. Goodbye.